What's new? I wonder what's new with you. What's new in your world? What's new in your life, in your family? What's new on your possible holidays, if you're having them right now? What's new in your workplace? Possibly things have changed. As we start this year, we are pondering what is new. The things that are new, the things that could be new. In the midst of all of that, we know that sometimes that can be hard. The things that you're experiencing that are new may be good, they may be very difficult also. For many, 2020 was a year of huge struggle. But out of that struggle, what is new can be beautiful. Out of struggle can come new direction, new vision, new passion, new dreams, new hope, new life. Our God is a God that offers new beginnings, offers grace and mercy and forgiveness and the chance to start again, to begin again, afresh, anew. Today's Bible reading is also about a new beginning. We see today the baptism of Jesus and the beginning of his earthly ministry. The new for Jesus was the beginning of this journey. It's at the baptism of Jesus that the work of a new relationship with God was dawning. The Holy Spirit is revealed upon Jesus. The power and the authority of the Holy Spirit to work in and through Jesus himself. But we also know then to come comfort, restore, refresh, and lead and guide us into a new and glorious relationship with God. There's a beautiful painting. In fact, there's many beautiful paintings in the Sistine Chapel. This is one of them. It's by Pietro Perugino. Any Italian people in the room can correct my pronunciation. It depicts a fantastical baptism scene with Jesus and co., portrayed in the European best library with uh, a Roman pantheon in the background. I don't know how that got there. Transported to the Jordan River somehow, miraculously. It's a beautiful painting. Maybe not contextually accurate, but beautiful. What I really do love about it, though, is the middle ground of this picture. For in the middle, we see a transition occurring. In fact, a timeline from left to right. See, on the left is John the Baptist preaching before the baptism of Jesus, proclaiming what is mentioned in our reading today, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. But on the right, we see Jesus replacing John. We see Jesus preaching similarly a baptism, but a different story, a different type of forgiveness, a different relationship with God. A pinnacle point here where John's ministry crosses over and ends, and Jesus' ministry starts. See, John's task was to prepare the way for the Lord, and he did that. John prepared the way, and now Jesus began his ministry that would restore and allow opportunity for a new relationship with God by his Spirit and through the sacrifice of his death on the cross. See, John proclaimed in verses 7 and 8, the one 
who is more powerful than I, is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. What actually stuns me about this passage is that John obviously knew that his task was going to end. He wasn't seeking his own benefit or way. He knew that something better was coming, someone better was coming. John had hope and saw the fulfillment of centuries of prophecy in Jesus. John saw that things must change, that things must change for him, but also things would change for all mankind from this moment on. Inevitably, when change comes, most of us don't like it. Anyone in the room like change? Put your hand up. Maybe a couple, one or two. That's good. You online, do you like change? Do you like watching from your living room? Possibly. Change can be difficult, but it is a big part of new beginnings, of embracing what is new. In order to start or begin, change needs to occur, often significant change. In the past year, the world around us has changed and we are all adjusting to it. For good or for bad, we are all adjusting to it. But the truth is that the world was and is always changing. And so are we. We are changing. You might not notice it. I mean, I've got no hair still. I'd like that to grow back. While they're working on vaccines, could they also work on, you know, uh, yeah, helping me get my hair back? Okay, so that's a little bit off topic. But we are changing. We are changing and the world is changing around us. The question I want to ask of you and of myself as we start this year is, what is new with you? What is new with you? There might be a really obvious answer to this. Whatever your answer may be, I want you to consider what needs to be new. What actually does need to change for you and in your life? Do you need a new beginning? Do you need a new perspective? Do you need a new direction, a new vision, a new passion, a new dream, a new hope, a new attitude? We all need an attitude change every once in a while. My little five-year-old boy needs an attitude change sometimes. He often always wants a new toy, and I think that might be connected somehow. But a new attitude. A new friendship. Maybe we need a new friend at the start of 2021. A new routine. Maybe we're stuck in a rut, doing the same old things. We need something different. Maybe we need a new devotional pattern, a new way in which we pray and see God or read scriptures. I believe strongly that the Bible and Jesus, of course, teaches us that there is need for newness, refreshment, new life and new beginning. Baptism also is a part of this. And of course, the reading this morning is all about baptism. 
Baptism is about a new beginning, regardless of when you were baptised. The symbolism is of going down into the waters, being washed clean and emerging into new life, being made new. And as Christians, we also identify with Christ in His death, burial and resurrection in this way. We go down with Christ into the grave and emerge into newness of life, risen again. We see that Jesus models for us that sometimes something has to die for new life to begin, for something new to arise. Sometimes something has to die to come alive again. Maybe your faith has struggled in recent times or is in a rut. Maybe you feel stale. Maybe you've noticed yourself changing and not for the better. Change that isn't going in the right way. I don't know about you, but throughout some of the lockdown periods, I noticed myself getting snappy at others, having a short leash. It was a change that was not good. When we notice those things, we need to change. And not in our own strength, through our own power. That is where the Holy Spirit comes in and helps us to change. Now is the time, at the start of a new year, to take action and accept the newness that the Holy Spirit brings. Allow God to work in and through you, bring change and newness. Let's be empowered by the powerful one. I love that phrase in today's reading, the powerful one. Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit. And let's be like John and realize that perhaps something has to pass away. John's ministry had to come to an end. His task was fulfilled. Maybe there's something in our lives that we need to let go in order for newness to come. This can be difficult, but it is often needed. Lastly, the Holy Spirit in our reading today descends upon Jesus like a dove. And this is beautiful imagery. And perhaps you might pray with me today that just as the Spirit descended on Jesus into his new ministry, into his new, what was new for Jesus, so might the Holy Spirit descend upon you and I today. That the Holy Spirit would land on us in a new and fresh, dynamic, exciting, wonderful way at the start of 2021. And no matter what lies ahead, we would experience and know the work of God's Spirit in our hearts and our lives. Let's embrace the new. It might be hard, but by God's Spirit, all things are possible. Amen.